Welcome to A Revolution to Lead Podcast. We bring you daily wisdom and inspiration from the revolution, filled with the greatest minds and talents of all time. When Jesus walked out of his tomb 2,000 plus years ago, he began a revolution against an old way of life. Jesus is not just offering us another self-help strategy, but a brand new reality that is overthrowing the world as we know it. This podcast is all about how we tap into and live out this new reality in order to live a revolutionary life. So just before we start, I actually have just joined the master's program at Oral Roberts University. And these podcasts are going to be a journey of my learnings as I wrestle with scripture and the reality of who God is at a higher level. And I'm going to bring what God's doing in me to you through this podcast. All right, here we go. So we're going to be continuing our journey through the Shema. This is, I think, part four of what we're doing with the Shema. And, or no, it's part, no, it's part four. Yeah, 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 part four. And I am extremely excited because this next part of the Shema that we're going over oftentimes gets overlooked, but it is so valuable. Here we go. Deuteronomy chapter 6, starting in verse 4. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord one and only. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home, when you are on the road, when you are going to bed, and when you are getting up. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your forehead as a reminder. Write them on your doorposts of your house and on your gates. So we've talked about verses 4 and 5, and that's normally where especially Christians stop. Because we think this next part is just a Jewish tradition. However, this is so much more than tradition of keeping an outward symbol of the word on you. But it's showing us that we need to have the outward expression of what God has done inward. Because... We as Christians have the honor of having the word written on our hearts. However, there are a bunch of different ways that throughout the years, throughout the thousands of years, that the church has done that. And many have helped, but there's a lot of things that hurt. And we're going to talk about those. So how can we as Christians, rather than wearing clothing that talked about Jesus and maybe having decorations in our house, how can we bind the word on our outward appearance? Well, it starts with our actions, that we must almost have these sacraments of everyday life. Now, I'm not talking about you got to take communion every day. I'm not talking about you got to get baptized every day or any of the other the other sacraments that you can think of. However, maybe more of spiritual disciplines. And the main spiritual disciplines that we go to are prayer, reading the word, silence and solitude. However, I think it extends beyond that. I think how we bind the word on our outward appearance 
You see, the sacrament to the fruit of the Spirit. Now, I know that's not how it's normally talked about, but think about it. This is how we can show the world what God has done in us and showing them this new reality. However, sadly, Christians have hunkered down in this bunker-type state of the world's going to hell in a handbasket and we just need to fight, 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 fight. Or we need to retreat, 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 retreat. It's a fight-or-flight-type situation that the church is going in. And too far fight leads to people boycotting Amazon and shouting at Disney because they don't have Christian shows. Da-da-da. And boycotting Target and not using Google because they're not Christians and we need the Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen those videos probably on Instagram, something like that. I know I have and I unfollowed them probably. Sorry, probably shouldn't have been that real, but you get what you get. We're being revolutionary here. But the other end of retreat leads to compromise. It leads to a giving up of the values that God does expect us to live out. However, there's a middle that isn't been, that I don't think a lot of Christians understand. I think we choose truth all the way and grace, but too much truth and you're a jerk. Too much grace and you're a traitor. So how do we live in the middle? How do we live this life of binding the word on our, on our wrist and on our hands and on our foreheads while at the same time living out the Great Commission. And I believe it starts with, we have to keep the main thing the main thing. We have to share the good news and not our news. We're sharing news that lost people are not ready for until they accept the good news. We're going out and telling lost people that homosexuality is bad. Bro, are you really going to lead with that? Are you kidding me? Are you going to put on your social media how homosexuality is a sin when they have not accepted the good news of Jesus? Are we really going to die on a hill of dividing humanity? Or are we going to bring a message that unites humanity? And then God can deal with that later. That's not your job, sir. To Christians, yes, you can bring that accountability. But if you're expecting people who do not believe in Jesus to act like Christians, you are a fool. Well, they're trying their best. They're trying to do good in their own eyes. Because that's what sin is, doing good in your own eyes. Because that's what they believe. That is their truth. And yeah, we know it's not the truth. But we must validate that truth, say this is a real reality for you, but I have a better one. And show them the love and compassion and kindness of Jesus before we just start going in guns and blazing, telling them their entire life is a fraud. That's not the way. Sadly, the, the Christian party in America actually has a message of division while the other side, which we shout and hate at, is trying to bring a message of unity. And then I listen to Christians bash this message of unity, and at least it was a shot. What we must understand is we must start with the good news 
and live out the good news and quit doing our news. Which the next episode is going to be all about how we tell the difference. So if you're enjoying these podcasts, please rate, subscribe, and share with a friend. Because the revolutionary life is not about self-enlightenment, but it's about changing the world around you. So go out today and be revolutionary.